I feel like our subjects today are, you know, pretty similar. Are they? In all retrospects. Are they? I mean, who's to say? I mean, me, I can say. Okay, well, what do you say? They're not at all the same. They're very, very different. Well, I mean, that's, that's just your opinion. Subjective. No, it's accurate. We'll, we'll just leave that. We'll, we'll leave this up to the, the viewer, the listeners, the viewer, the listeners. The viewers, listeners. Yes, the, the, the visitors. I know what I'm about. As we bring you some interesting subjects today on this episode, which I think is like, what, 121? We'll go with that. Of the seasonal anime checkup. <laughs> did you not OVA. Check? Nope, I didn't. It's a podcast where we have conversations about, what did I say, music, romanticism, authors, and Russian history. (laughs) I can't believe I just... (laughs) I'm trying to just destroy Al by coughing and making her laugh. Um, Which I did say last week um, that I... It was not a coughing illness. Now it's a coughing illness. <laughs> now it's a coughing illness. Yep. Yep. It's the way it is. The way it goes sometimes. I'm Jared. That is Doc Owl and Ladyum. Hello. And uh, we got some. We got some. We got some stuff to talk about today. Mm-hmm. We have an anime. Mm-hmm. We have a manga. Mm-hmm. We have a book. Mm-hmm. That, a light novel, if you will. That's that's it. Only, only those three. Mm-hmm. Nothing else. Nope. You're sending me text messages of just gifts you made. Good job. Yep. <laughs> God. Yep. Can't believe you. Yep. I mean, okay, to be fair, I can't believe you. Yes, you absolutely can. It's mm-hmm. me. Yes, yes, of course. And also the subject of what that is. Like, of course it's I true. sent that to you. Of course I made it. Uh, we're We're talking about today two completely different things. Yes, thank um, you for admitting it. We're going to talk about the Pop Team Epic special episodes that aired this past April Fool's Day. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to talk about, we're going to get, like, we're just going to go on the complete opposite end of the spectrum. <laughs> yes. And uh, discuss, I want to eat your pancreas. Correct. I, I So, okay, let's 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 figure this out. Do we, do we want to start happy or sad first? <laughs> oh, God. Um, let's, let's do the sad first. Okay. Yeah, let's do the sad first. I was anticipating we'll do... going the other way, but we can do that. Yeah, but we don't want to end it on a downer note. I mean, we do that a lot. Right. So, like, <laughs> let's make it happy. <sighs> so, I want to eat your pancreas. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I, I. I <laughs> yeah. All right. So, I'm ready to talk about this. <laughs> so, I saw the advertisements for it. I was like, that's a wild title. Like that that has to be a translation error. Turns out it's not a translation error. It is not. But I got interested in it because of that. I was like, okay, that's kinda cool. Um so I bought the light novel mm-hmm. on Amazon and then I was like, hey look, I'm reading this thing. I'll let you know how it goes. All true so far. Mm-hmm. What do you mean so far? I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> no lies detected. God <laughs> Um, so I read it. I read I read the light novel, and I I let you know my true feelings about it. 
And then I went and bought the manga, mm-hmm. um, which it was great. I went to Barnes and Noble because that's who had it in the area and nobody else had it. Like I couldn't find it on Amazon. I couldn't find it in any bookstores. I was like, what the heck? But Barnes and Noble had it. Yeah. My bookstore so had like a plenty of copies of it. Wild. Of the manga. So I, I had ordered it online at Barnes and Noble and then went to pick it up. So I went to the, the checkout counter and it's like, yeah, have a pickup for McDivitt. And she like pulls the, the rubber band and paper off of it. She's like, I want to eat your pancreas <laughs> i was like yeah it's a weird title but i promise it's not weird and she's like oh okay here you go <laughs> uh, and then i Thanks. got some cookies it was great i was like yay i just weirded out the girl at barnes and noble heck yeah good job yay um, i feel like i came to know about this around i can't I, maybe sometime last year and I, I swear at some point, I saw that it was a zombie film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you were convinced it was. I swear to you, I read someone say, hey, this is a zombie film. Obviously, with the way the title is set up, that makes a lot of sense. Like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Like, I thought it was a whole, like, bait and switch of, like, oh, this looks like a normal thing. Then halfway through, it turns into just horrific things. Uh, To my surprise that is actually is not the case it is nothing to do with that it's like no weird horrific things are involved it's just hey that is a phrase that is mentioned through this book so that's the name of the the entire book yep so there you go uh so yeah you you mentioned uh you like the the light novel and then you're like yeah i'm gonna get the the manga and I thought about getting the manga first, and then when you ended up reading through the manga, you were like, "This eh, maybe you should read the book." Yeah. So I ended I up mean, going not, to. Sorry, go ahead. Not to say that the manga is bad, but I think a lot is missed. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, and, we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, I, I have thoughts. <laughs> so I went to the local bookstore, the Books a Million, and picked up a copy of the light novel because it was there. Did the book people judge you? Nope. <gasps> I don't think they. Did... I don't think they noticed. So. Okay, I was like, how did I? How did I get judged and you didn't get judged? I mean, I was. I did have that, and I also had the the tenth volume of Stardust Crusaders, which just has naked Dio on it. So like, I was primed for like judgmental <laughs> stares, but nope, not a dang thing. <laughs> That's kind of upsetting. Like you hype yourself up to like defend yourself, and then like nobody says anything. You're like, oh, oh, what? Man, okay, I guess. That was fine. I mean, they work at Books a Million, so they've probably seen worse in terms of, like, the bathrooms and all. It's true. Also, mm-hmm. they didn't have any good romanticism poetry, and I was real bummed out. Yeah, the fact that they didn't have a Blake book is, like, very, very disappointing. I looked um, online, and they said, like, they had Blake books in store, but I could not find them for the life of me. Maybe, maybe... You should have asked the employee who was not judging you. Look, I was I was already like, I don't I'm well, I just want to go home. I'm sleepy, so <laughs> that's like my entire life. That's true. Um God, I'm so sleepy right now. You are. I wanna go to bed. <laughs> so yeah. You got you got the book so that you could follow yes, my advice and read I the did. novel. Uh, I dilly dallied around a little bit and didn't get to reading it quite right away you know dilly dally shilly yeah. shally 
work and then having a presentation kind of push that to the side a bit. But then like uh, last Saturday, I literally read it all in one day, like in a few hours. I mean, that's how I read it. Just was zoomed just through like, it. All in once. Yeah. I was like, I was planning on it. I was like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll read like first hundred pages of this. Get to the first hundred pages. I'll go a little bit longer. Get to like 150. I'll go a little bit longer. Let's get to 200. Get to 200. Well, f- I'm, we're, we're already, we're in this deep. We got to go all the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's that's basically what happened with me. <laughs> and then, like, well, all right. And then I, uh, I I read the manga after that, so I have all I we are we are both on the same wavelength, although our versions of the manga are slightly different. They are. I read uh fan subs, so oh, some okay. things are different. Um, but still the still the same general gist of the story. Uh, but yeah. Uh, we have not seen the movie though, neither no. neither version of the film. That's a thing that we should do. Yeah, there is a there is a live action version uh, that came out in 2017. There is an anime film which came out late last year. Um, it did come out over here at one point, dubbed. Uh, it came out like I think like early this year, but it was like one of those like, hey, we're doing a little event for this, and that's about it. It was like a one day show. Yeah, like a limited like- release. Ooh, I don't have time to get there for one day. Yeah. So uh, we'll eventually see it at some point, probably, whenever it it's released in a wider scale. So we'll probably do an episode about it then, about the movie, at least. Yeah, maybe we'll watch the movie and the live-action yeah. movie and do an episode. Because the live-action film has some interesting things that I've learned. It does, and I'm intrigued on what they do with that. Yeah. So, so the story... Obviously, it is, uh, like we said, a very interesting title, uh, but generally, it is basically uh, the story about this this kid, this high school kid who finds- he, he has no friends. He has, he's, he has no friends. He does not want to have friends. He's just like, I don't care, whatevs. Yeah. Uh, ends up going to the hospital to get stitches removed, stumbles upon this book that's like just laying there in the waiting room, and- finds out it's like it's a diary of a girl who's about to die yep and, and it's his classmate he lo and behold is his classmate and he's like uh-oh which it should be said that like his one way of like coping with life is that he reads a lot mm-hmm. um like he's he's kind of obsessed with reading yeah which is why he picks up the book in the first place is he's like oh book i like books <laughs> Which, you know, I guess that's a way to put it. But um, she's like, yeah, that's my book. Um, can I have that back now? Uh, oh, by the way, I'm dying. <laughs> I haven't told anyone else, by the way. Yeah, don't tell anybody. You're you locked into this now. <laughs> Ride or die. Come on. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she basically starts like kind of like inserting herself into his life she like she gets on the like library committee with him starts like hanging around him just like trying to get to know him better and he's just like this is real weird what why is this person who's like way more popular than me trying to hang out with me i don't understand this i guess i'm going with this yeah he says a few times like you're dying why don't you actually hang out with people that like you like and not me and she's like "Ah, you know i'll hang out with them too uh, so she's kind of coy about that. Um, Basically, she just doesn't like she 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 talks about how like she doesn't want to tell anyone else outside of her family and obviously him because he kind of stumbled into it. 
and she doesn't want to like have them be burdened with the idea of like oh well i'm dying so like we have to have this change in our relationship right uh, and she doesn't want to like upset her friends mm-hmm. um because she says like one of them is very sensitive and will just like cry every time she sees her if she right. knows and she doesn't want that that kind of thing to happen mm-hmm. the beginning parts of the novel are strange because like it is just like you see how like they're building up their relationship with each other but at mm-hmm. the same time they're kind of just real to each other oh they are they're terrible to each other and there was like literally parts when i was like reading through the opening bits of that i was like i don't know if i like this i don't know if i really want to keep reading because i was like Which... so turned off by just the way they like both of them were acting yeah i mean one of them is an antisocial weirdo, mm-hmm. uh, which, like, I say as an antisocial weirdo. Uh, and then the other one is kind of like a weird, like, manic pixie dream girl, but like a manipul- manipulative version of that. Yeah. Um, like, she's very manipulative. Um, that's just a part of her. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of odd. And I think that's... Uh, worth mentioning is that for a while in the book neither of them are likable characters no 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 it takes a little bit but like eventually they kind of like they they still kind of have that like back and forth that's like it becomes more banter eventually yeah. than it than it is like actual cruelty yeah which i think it really helps them because like it it becomes more of like this like dry humor between the two of them and yeah. it elevates it more to where like you see like oh well they're not like just being to each other like they're just like they're becoming friends and that's just sometimes just how friends are with each other those like poke and prod each other and that's just how they interact especially because like they keep mentioning over and over again that like hey we're opposites from each other so we're not gonna like the same stuff so Mm -hmm. we're gonna poke fun at like whatever you like and i'll poke fun at whatever you like and vice versa and all that sort of stuff but yeah so like you get weird scenes like them going to the like pancake buffet like the sweets buffet which I, I know about these things because of Akihiko. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, Akihiko gets to go to one and he's like, oh, I don't know what to do about this. The only thing I like is pancakes. I thought, I thought that scene was like weird just because like it's obviously it's like a more cutesy buffet type place. Because like they have mm-hmm. a bunch of desserts, but also they obviously have like actual food. And like yeah, the entire time. Yeah, the entire time he's like horrified. He's like, it's a buffet, dude. Just chill. <laughs> Yeah, but, like, it's a buffet with, like, heart plates and all. Yeah. And, eh. and, and they do clarify, like, this is a place that only couples and girls go. Yeah. And like, he's kind of afraid that by going that people are going to misinterpret the relationship, which they do. Yep. Um. So, I mean, like, his, his fears on that are founded, despite the fact that he could get sweet spaghetti. Yeah. Uh, like, the her best friend shows up and, like... She shows up, like, while he's out getting, like, more food, and he comes back, and he's like, oh, hello? You're in my seat. And, like, she introduces the two of them, and she's just, like, the best friend is, the best friend's a very bizarre character, because, like, I don't think she's written at all well. No, she's not. Not until the end, at least. Because, essentially, she's just, like, she's a tomboy, athletic girl who, as soon as she meets the, the protagonist, is just, like, well, I f- hate you. Yeah. And it's like, it's literally, no, there's never an explanation why. It's just constantly like, I'm just going to act f- towards you. And this is my character trope. And that's it. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, this is really bad writing. 
like the sense that I got is that she was like an overprotective best friend. Yeah, but like even still, like. But he didn't give her a reason to no. be overprotective, especially because like everybody in their class thought that he was essentially like a harmless nerd. Yeah, and like uh, Sakura, the main girl, is like mm. obviously constantly talking about this dude and like never giving her any reason to be like, hey, this dude maybe is kind of shady. Maybe you should like be on the lookout for him. It's like. It's always like positive things she tells her, and except for she does pry it, like or prod her a few times, but that's later, and I'll talk about that. Yeah, but, um, but it's it's specifically to make her think that like things are happening between them that aren't happening between them. Mm-hmm. But there's like never any like reason for like the best friend to be like at all acting the way she does throughout the entire thing. Yeah, no, she's she's kind of a butt until like the end, but yeah, uh, yeah, it, it's weird. And um, after like their their hangout at the restaurant, everybody's like, "So you guys are dating, right?" And he's like, "No, we're getting along. We're getting along." And she's like, "No, we're close." And he's like, <laughs> "Why are you like this?" Um, but this leads to him meeting uh, the the clear best character throughout this entire series. Yes, the gum kid. Gum boy. Gum boy. <laughs> I loved gum kid so much. Like every time he showed up, I'm like, yes, you're here. The way he they such- the way they draw him in the manga is basically exactly how I would picture that character looking like. It's the exact depiction <laughs> that I would expect. Like he is such a good boy. And it's so funny because he's genuinely just a nice person. Yeah. But his like at first the protagonist's like, oh god, this guy's here. What am I gonna do? You're you're a slacker. Like I I just need to clean this thing. And he's like, can you just hold the dustpan, please? He's like, yeah, sure, I got this. Let's do this thing, man. Let's go. <laughs> and the protagonist's like, I was not expecting on. him to stay here, and also he just offered me gum, and like it just continually it's continuously is a thing where like like anytime. Especially because, like, before this, obviously, they talked about how, like, he had no, the protagonist had no friends. He didn't really care to, like, make any friends. And this dude just, like, just waltzes up after he meets, like, Sakura and starts getting friendly with her. He's like, so, like, what's your guys' relationship? And protagonist is like, yeah, we're just, we're getting along. And he's like, okay, cool. You want a piece of gum? I'll help you out here. And then, like, constantly throughout the rest of it, he just, like, he'll come up and be like, so is this what's what about this and this what about this and this yeah you want a piece of gum you want a piece of gum what about this and this and it's like it's like it's a weird way of like obviously like showing that like hey the protagonist can like interact with people normally and can like have like that kind of relationship but it's also mm-hmm. like gum boy is like this conduit between like the rest of the class and like their weird rumor mongering and everything and to him where it's like yeah. the gum boy is like I, I was gonna verify this with you. Is this is this actually happening? Okay, it's not. Okay, maybe it is. Okay, cool. Whatevs. Just want to yeah, make sure. And also, I just want to make sure you know this is the thing that people are talking about. It's really cool though because the kids always like, okay, yeah, this is the rumor. Is this true? Okay, it's not cool. I'll believe you. Yeah, totally. And, uh, so like he he's. He hears the rumors and he hears what people are saying and then he just goes to the source and is like, is this the truth? Okay, no, cool. All right, well, you want some gum? Like, he, <laughs> he's trying so hard to, like, be friendly with this kid that, like, very specifically throughout the thing is said, like, nobody cares about him. Nobody has friends. Like, nobody's friends with him. And this kid is, like, genuinely, like, a good person and trying to just, like, 
care i guess is the best way to put it and like yes his weird thing is like do you want a piece of gum and i laughed every time this kid showed up because like he's gonna he's gonna try and give you gum. <laughs> oh he's trying to give you gum. i mean he's, um, he's polite he's so polite and like the fact that he's even offering like gum is expensive man i just i i super enjoyed that every time he, he would just show up and be like yeah what's up dude hey what's going on with this okay yeah i got you you want some Legit- gum? No? Okay, cool. Later. He's the best character in the whole Legitimately, world. yes, he whole is. World. I love Gum Boy. Gum Boy He's is the best. Fantastic. And like you said, like when I saw him in the manga, I'm like, yes, that is exactly what I wanted out of this. I'm so glad. It made me so happy. Same. And like uh, when the way that they drew him when he got like stoked about getting the dustpan. Yeah. Like he was ready. <laughs> And like really all he, he kind of like the protagonist kind of says this. He's like, yeah, maybe he just needed some direction um, because he thought he was lazy. But really, he was just like, hey, I need help with this. And he's like, yeah, OK, sure. Let's do it. And was like super into it. Mm-hmm. So like you just kind of have to nudge him in the right direction. And, you know, other times he's just like, hey, I need to tell you about this, but also have some gum, my friend. Would you like some gum, my dude, in this trying time? <laughs> oh, I wish that was a meme now. <laughs> Maybe when this film gets like out there more, it'll, it'll become a thing. Oh, I hope so. I really hope so. Um, but yeah, he is definitely the best character. And um, one of the few that's like throughout the entire series actually likable. I say series. It's a, it's a book and yeah. manga, but... Um, because everybody else has moments that you're like, oh, I f- hate you. Mm-hmm. But this kid never has that moment. I'm always like, you're a great gum kid. I love you. It's true. I love gum boy. <laughs> uh, so basically some other, some other important plot points are happening while we, we gush over gum boy. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sakura takes, uh, the protagonist on a trip, like a, a weekend trip. And he's just like, I guess I'm going along with this. I don't Which know. Which he was not planning for it to be a weekend trip. No. He was planning for it to be like a quick, like few hour trip. And she's like, where are your things? We're going to have to go to Uniqlo because you didn't bring any things. And he's like, what? Uh, what? <laughs> so they go, I forget where exactly where they go. It's like Southwest Japan. Yeah. But they just go on a day trip to there and visit the sites and everything they go to like a uh, a shrine for a, the god of education mm-hmm. uh they do all that that stuff they get ramen they get ramen because they because he literally talks about how you can smell the ramen mm-hmm. apparently this place is like known for the ramen god naruto would be so happy oh my god um they go to Uniqlo. They they do because like he's like oh god I'm sweating so much because it's summer and it's hot. Yeah, um, which God I love Uniqlo. I would also go there. Uh, and then they get a they get a hotel or they go to a hotel. Yes. Uh, he lets her take care of like all the details and like he sees like there's like an argument happening at the front desk and he's just like I don't know what I'm too I'm too far away to like hear exactly what's happening but I'm watching and I don't know what's happening so I guess this is the thing. He's like, I'm just going to nod at her reassuringly. Yep. And so he does that. She's like, okay, everything's fine. And oh, by the way, we're going to share a room. He's like, ah. He 
he offers he's like i'm gonna leave and go somewhere else and like well, he, I don't, he, he doesn't offer does he? he just like he thinks about it like he's like i could have done this if i like and she wouldn't have been able to stop me but i didn't decide to do it yeah i thought he said at some point that he was gonna go to the cafe like uh, i think he was like in, like he was thinking like oh well i guess they're probably all booked up so we'll have to go to a cafe or something mm. uh but like once they get in the room he's like oh i'll take the couch i got the couch i got the couch yeah couch Couch. She's like, no, the bed's nice. <laughs> um, so basically, some important stuff happens here. Um, a lot of important stuff. Happens a lot of important stuff trip. here. Uh, obviously, they've had a a hot day because it's hot in the summer. Hot nights, summer in the city. Um, oh my god. She Get goes. Out. She goes to take like a a bath, and she's like, "Hey, I have I need this face wash. Can you go grab it for my bag?" And he's like, "Okay, cool. I can do this." He goes to look in her bag and like is like met with the the like the stark and sudden realization of like oh right she really is dying because like like he like goes into it's like, real yeah he goes into grab like the, the the face cream and she he's met with like all these pills these syringes and it's like, like all this kits. yeah all this like medication that like keeps her alive essentially and he's like oh god and like and he kind of has like a panic moment yeah like he gives her like the face cream and just like collapses onto the bed and just like doesn't do anything until she gets out he does fall asleep for a bit yeah um because he's just like it, it kind of really hits him and he gets kind of freaked out is mm-hmm. the best way to put it is that it, it, it's that weird realization of like oh god this person that i've been talking to because like he keeps asking her every once in a while like are you really dying and she's like yeah i'm really dying so like him saying this he's like oh like it's like, it's actually real it's not like hey i'm just saying this yeah it's legitimately okay. real hey buddy <laughs> uh please don't knock the headphones off <laughs> they both uh, he goes and does his 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 bath business um, and then, like, afterwards, they, like, watch some weird local TV, and then they play Truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. With cards. With cards. And also, they're getting drunk. Oh, yeah. She got some, like, plum wine. Which is obviously a good thing for, like, 17-year-olds to get. <laughs> yeah. It's a specialty of the area, though. So, they, so uh, yeah, they, they play Truth or Dare while they're getting drunk. <laughs> it's the second time she gets wine in this. And I just don't look, like, how does she get away with it? That's a great question. But yeah, they they get they get drunk and play two with the dare. Which she does say like, okay, yes, I will I will play this. Um, and then when she gives the rules, he's like, never mind, I'm not not yeah. playing this. Is this a real game? She's like, you promised. <laughs> There's an interesting thing about like, she constantly has like this incredible stream of money, mm-hmm. going being able to do this trip and like paying for everything there. Getting a very elaborate hotel room that it's not like top floor, but like it's a decent one, right? Um, obviously having like kind of the wherewithal to be able to like maneuver around all these like things and be able to like you know get this hotel room, be able to like somehow score wine and everything. Like they never really like get, go it, that deep into like her family dynamic, but like it really gave me the impression that, like she has to come from like someone influential. Yeah. Or at least, like, she's she's from some form of money to be able to kind of do all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, from what I gathered, she, her family has money of some means. Like, they are of means yes. already. And then, from what I can tell, like, her parents feel some kind of, like, level of guilt about her dying. Let her do whatever she wants with yeah. the money. Um, which, like... Which I think she even says at one point that yeah. that's a thing. 
so that's what i got out of it yeah. but but they never really I, like go that deep into it they never say what what they do or anything also um important thing to note yeah uh before before the trip and everything they've been talking about they they went through finals or like midterms or some exams and uh there is a report on the news about a a random murder that happened in like the city over and the protagonist like is wondering like oh i wonder if people in class are going to be talking about that or they're going to be like focus on exams and he makes mention of like oh well i guess people are too busy with exams to talk about it he brings it up again when they are traveling to their their weekend trip place and they mm-hmm. and they have a conversation about it uh important thing to keep in mind yeah and i think they say something about it on the news report at the at the hotel yeah but uh truth or dare truth or dare they played truth or dare um which it gets wild they just get butt naked no, although she does tell him at one point, like, you could have asked me for my bra size or something. He's, and like, he's like, shut up. Which there are multiple times in this that's hilarious. He's like, I'm a gentleman. Please do not act like this. <laughs> She's he's like, like trying, to keep his, trying to keep his purity intact in, in there, which is hilarious because that's like the exact opposite of how dudes usually are in these <laughs> kinds of things. Yeah. Um, but he like legit is like very very dedicated to that purity life. Verily, verily. <laughs> um, but yeah, you get some you get some moments of like who is the most attractive person in the class and what who would you this is the one where you who'd you have your first crush on? Yes. Yeah, and she's like, where would I rank in the in the hotness of the class? Eh? Like, eh? A third. <laughs> Yeah, third. And then he clarifies, of the people I can actually remember. <laughs> and I think it's like three people. Yeah. Um, so he, but he doesn't tell her that. Uh, and then he ends up winning a lot of rounds and asks her, like, what were you like as a kid? And, you know, what, what, I don't remember the other things, but basically, like, basic stuff. And she gets upset because she's like, why are you asking me this? Is this an interview? <laughs> um, but he's he says that he's trying to, like, figure out who she is because, like, they're opposites and he wants to know how she came to be like she is. Yeah. So, um, like, he has interesting reasons for doing the things he does. But um, she is very upset by it because she keeps losing. <laughs> and that was not what she wanted from this game. No. Um, and then, like, the last two are, um, like, to carry her to the bed. He, like, he princess carries her to the bed. He, he, he princess carries her, but also he, like, is in his head saying, like, that he could barely do it because he's, <laughs> he, he's not strong enough, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, I couldn't do it. And and then the then well shush. <laughs> and then the last one was that she wanted him to sleep in the bed with her. Well, but like, again, he he wants to keep the purity intact, so they have to. Like, the last question he she asks him a truth. Yeah. And I can't remember what it is because he deflects it. He does deflect it. Goes to the dare. And that's and that's when she's like, "Hey, sleep in the bed." And he's like, "Oh, all right. Guess I'm doing this." 
Yeah. What was it? Do I need to go get the book? I mean, I have the book right next to me, but I don't know where the chapter is. Let's look through It might be easier to find in the manga. Yeah, that could be it. I have that too. Oh, my foot hurts. Don't hurt your foot. I still think my toe is broken. Don't break your toe. I mean, if it's already Pro broken, tip. then it's too late. The toe is already broken. I don't know what to do about it. What do you do when your toe is okay, broken? Okay, here is the thing she asks him. Okay. If I told you I was actually terrified of dying, what would you do? Oh, yes, that was the truth. And he's like, never mind. Dare. <laughs> I guess I'm sleeping in the bed with you. I will go with the dare. <laughs> Which I mean, like, I can understand that. Mm -hmm. That's that's a hard question to just ask somebody, especially when you've like only known them for like a few months at that point, probably. But also the fact that he literally just like in a couple hours ago had <laughs> had that confrontation like, with it, yeah, yeah. Oof. He he's not dealing well with this at the moment. Maybe don't ask him that. Oh. Um. But but yeah, so they sleep in the bed. Um. No shenanigans happen. Nope. And then they, they go back. Well, they wake up the next morning and the best friend calls Sakura and she's like, yo, why didn't you tell me you lied to your parents about staying here? What the heck? I had to just like come up with this crazy story. She's like, yeah, I'm on a trip. And he's like, why did you let me come? I, that would have been. Why did you go by yourself? Go myself? Oh, I didn't go by myself. He's here. He's here. And then she says, like, he does anything, I'll kill him. Siri, I'm not talking about you. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just a humble virtual assistant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. This segment sponsored by Siri. <laughs> that was funny. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, she does basically say, like, I will, I will destroy you if you're doing mm -hmm. anything to her. And he's just like standing there, like, "Yep, I heard that. All right, yep. cool." He's just brushing his teeth. <laughs> so yeah, then they uh, they go home. Mm -hmm. And then like he has like the weird realization of like, "Oh, we didn't like we didn't get to talk for a couple days afterwards," and like starting to feel like like it's like this is becoming the routine, and it feels weird not having this routine anymore. Um. Yes, that's a thing. And then they have like the. Uh, well, his shoes go missing. Yeah. And he's like, well, that's weird. And then everyone's, like, looking at him weird, like, sneering at him. Uh, Gumboy's like, hey, why are your shoes in the trash can, buddy? Like, that's real weird. Are they okay? <laughs> he's like, oh, I, I thought I lost them. Thanks. Do you want, I don't, I don't need a piece of gum. Oh, but all right, thanks. I mean, like, doing him a solid, man. Like, your shoes look like they were in good shape, man. Why'd you throw them away? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thanks, Gumboy. You're the best. Uh, he also realizes that, like, his a bookmark, his, bookmark. his bookmark is gone, and then, like, a pencil case of his goes missing. Those two things, he, I don't think he finds. Well, he finds, he finds one later, but... Yeah, the bookmark eventually, but not the pencil case. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, these are all important things. And, and so she asks him to, like, go to her house yeah. and play video games. And also just, like, everyone in the class is really starting to question, like, their what their relationship is. Right. So there's that to um, go, go Actually, I with. think she asked him to go there because she he uh, 
he's gonna borrow her copy of the little prince yes because that's, that's the same day games. yeah and then she's yeah. like let's play shogi let's play video games which there is this funny thing about like when they were playing the truth or dare he's like yeah you know i'm not gonna do the whole thing where you like flip the board and shogi like when you're about to lose and she does that and then she does that and then like in the in the light novel he's just like come on what are you doing (laughs) so that was a good moment of his personality actually shining through it was that and then like they were playing a fighting game or one of the games and like he was starting to get good at it and then she's immediately like well time to play a new game yep and um, they play a cart game, which um, is heavily implied to be Mario Kart because there's a banana. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so they're they're doing all of these things, and he's finally like, "Hey, you know, I just really want my book. That'd be cool." And she's like, "Hey, are you romantically interested in me?" He's like, "What? Do you want to? Do you want me to be your girlfriend?" What? He's like, "Uh, no, no I, I what? I don't know. I get uh, what? No, no. I don't understand the question." <laughs> I was not mentally prepared for this question. Yeah. Uh, so then she pulls something that's. They both do some real stuff right here. They both do, yes. Both of them um, do some really terrible stuff, and it upsets me a lot. Hey, tall boy. Is he being tall? He's being tall. Oh, tall boy. He's being tall. He's trying to get the the prince and the Katamari ball off the table. <laughs> Uh, if you remember earlier, we talked about how, like, the beginning of this book, they, they are, they could be characters. Well, here comes the back. Ooh, they are both very right here. You, and, like, you I, had mentioned to me at one point, like, there was a scene in this that, like, I completely hated. Like, I just, everything about it, I disliked. And I was like, I wonder when that's going to show up. And then when this happened, I was like, all right, this is exactly it. Yeah. Get off the table! <laughs> oh my god. Tall boy is getting real tall. Yeah, he, he just jumped straight up on the table. <laughs> hey, buddy! Down, 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 down. Um, anyway, sorry, this is taking away from the seriousness. No, of you're this fine. Scene. Um, but it is a really upsetting scene. Mm-hmm. And, um, I say this, I'm sure that you also found it upsetting, but, like, yeah. especially as a woman, I found this very upsetting. Yeah. Um, but again, also what she does is not okay because she essentially is like, okay, well, since you are not interested in like me being your girlfriend, then I can do this because it's on my bucket list essentially. And so she like pins him to the wall in like a weird hug. She like weirdly cabidons him. Yeah, she does like a weird cabadon and he's like, I don't know how to handle this and I don't understand what's happening. And also that's something that she knows is that he doesn't know how to like handle like, this. It makes him uncomfortable and then like she's literally like, Hey, you wanna f Yeah. And, and he's like, No, I, I wanna go home. I need to get out of here. Please give me the book and let me leave. And then she just kind of plays it off as like, Oh ha, ha that's funny. I was just playing with you, like uh, I didn't mean any of that. That wasn't, that wasn't. Mm. And he gets very, very aggressive with her. Mm-hmm. And essentially like pins her to her bed. Um, Is like holding onto her arms. And then like she starts crying because she's, she says that like he's hurting her. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and like seeing this actually drawn out was very very upsetting for me yeah um like very very upsetting so i had to kind of like flip through it really quick because i was like i i can't go through this again because especially like they make like his expression like way darker because like the eyes especially like it looks like there's like nothing going on in his eyes it's just like he is just fueled by this and this is what he's doing mm-hmm. but like and eventually he does like pop out of it and just leave yeah like, but, like, like once, once he sees her crying he's just like oh he snaps out of it and he's like oh sh-. yeah which like it should not be that that triggers you to realize like oh i f-ed up especially when she's like hey get off me hey get off me hey get off me like multiple like, times yeah, please do this. Like, mm, I was very uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Understandably um, so. Yes. Uh, so that was a very, very hard part for me to read and also see in the manga. I was like, and I would probably want to like fast forward that part of the movie. Yeah. But it does happen and they're both very shitty and he eventually is just like, okay, I'm leaving. Bye. And um he goes out and it's like pouring down rain and he's mad at himself which he should be um and he's kind of mad at her um which again she also f-ed up yeah not to the point that she deserved that no but like it's it was it was not okay neither of them is really like 100 percent innocent in this situation right um, so he's, he's upset with himself. He's walking out in the, in the rain. And then like this dude just shows up and is like, Hey, you at Sakura's house? And like, which he, he remembers that like the dude showed up at the library earlier in the day looking for her. And he was yeah. like, Oh, I guess, I think that's like the class rep or something. Mm-hmm. And then here he's, he's back again. And he's like getting real aggressive. Like, what, what are you, are you hanging out with her again? What is, what, what is, what is going on between you two? What's your relationship with each other? Why, Which, like, why are you spending so much time with each leaving other? leaving this kind of situation, like... Not in the right headspace to to com- clearly confront those uh, types of questions. Right. So, um, like, this clearly goes well. Yeah, he, he tries to brush it off and, like, literally tries to walk away from the situation. And the, the class rep just, like, is like, hey, no, I'm we're not done talking. And, like, grabs him. And then, like, uh, protagonist gets, like, the idea of, like... Oh, let me just uh, I'll 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 be real here. He's like, yeah, I heard she doesn't like uh, real clingy guys. guys. Her ex boyfriend was one of those, and like that, like it's like uh, the classroom like freaks out, and then just straight socks the dude, socks the protagonist. Yeah, which he he does say like in in the in the light novel anyway. He's like. I'm trying to think of the way he words. He 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 feel he says like it doesn't feel like I got punched. Like it felt no, like I, I got I, hit by something I was else. Like he he purposely wanted to hurt. Yes, the guy. yeah, you're right, you're right. Um, like he, which again is leading into the whole like this is not a good person, and he also just did some really messed up stuff. I he mean, he, messed up stuff. He, he uh he got hit with the the old adage of talk get hit. <laughs> I mean, he did because you know he he's. For one, not used to dealing with people, but, like, when somebody is very aggressively coming at you and being upset, like, probably not a good idea to hurt them more. No! Um, but, yeah, he, he, he does say that and gets freaking socked in the eye. And he's like, did he hit me with a weapon? Like, what is happening? And he knocks him, like, flat on yeah. his... Yeah. The, the manga makes it real weird because, like, immediately, like, his, his left eye is, like, covered in blood, which I don't... Yeah. 
A, if you're getting punched, like mm -hmm. a single punch is pretty rarely going to cut you like that. Like, right. you would need to really either like get a very clean shot on like the eyebrow specifically because that was, that was be pretty much where it would like cut him open. And mm -hmm. most of the time, like if you're getting cut open like that, you've probably been hit in that area before. And now it makes it easier to, to open up, especially with just like a single punch. Um, he, like I said earlier, he insinuates in the light novel that like he, like you said, he, he feels like he got hit with something else. They don't really explain that in the manga or in the light novel. So like, the, I wonder if maybe he had a ring or something on. Maybe like that's the only thing. Like it's not like he's going to be carrying around like knuckle dusters or like a roll of quarters or something. <laughs> like I don't see like this this dude who's supposedly a class rep just like carrying around like hand weapons. Like oh I'm just going to put on my brass knucks and just clock this dude in the face real quickly without him noticing that I got this on my hand. So, but also like the fact that like he didn't know that he was going over there to like beat this dude up. Yeah. Like, who preps yeah. themselves for that? But, like, if he had a ring or something on, that would make sense. Yeah, it, it, it was just, like, a little, like, I guess someone who watches a lot of combat sports, it was a weird, like, the way they described the whole thing was weird, especially because, like, he gets hit and, like, immediately, like, his eyes swelling shut and he's bleeding. And it's like, I don't think that's necessarily truly going to happen if you're just getting punched once from a dude who probably has never punched a person in his entire life. Yeah, he doesn't look like he's punched a lot of people. Yeah. I'll be real. Um, he 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 kind of also was a nerd. It felt it really felt like, hey, we are very much uh, dramatizing this for the sake of the drama. Which I mean, not so much in the manga, but from the light novel, we are getting it from his perspective. So yeah. maybe like he is dramatizing it. But like in the manga, they they his eye he is bleeding pretty decently. His his eye is like closing yeah so but i'm saying like maybe maybe in terms of the novel which came first like it is him just like making it more drama filled yeah and i suppose like hey this is a kid who's never been punched in the face before that's not a, that's <laughs> not an experience you have probably like he would have known like exactly like how that feels or what you go through in that type of situation so you might be right yeah yeah um so this happens, and he's like, oh, okay, I punch this guy. She comes up and is like, what are you doing? And he, he uh, the class rep basically says, like, oh, you know, this, this guy's been weird and hanging around you, but I took care of it. I beat him up for you. And she gets <laughs> And she, like, goes and takes care of protagonist who's on the ground and, like, picks up his umbrella and gets him off his ass. Well, like, he, he says that, and, like, she's still, like, tending to him, and, like, he she just, like, looks over at him with, like, uh, and, it, like, an expression, like, the protagonist had never, like, seen on her before, and, he, and she just, like, mm -hmm. she's, like, creep. Yep. And then the dude's just shook. Yeah, and she basically says, like, leave me alone. Yeah. Like, don't, don't, don't ever deal with us again. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, as a high school kid, um, that's gotta be a little traumatic to deal yeah. with. Um, I have to make a weird noise. Hold on. <laughs> Just forgive me for a second. Oh, someone's getting the aluminum foil out. Yeah. Yeah. A tall keep... boy is not getting on the table again. <laughs> we, we keep jumping on the table. We've got to stop doing that. No, tall boy. You will not get on the table. I don't know why he's decided now he can jump on that table again. He's... 
I mean, it, the low-key man does what the low-key man wants. <laughs> You're not wrong. I will not, I will neither confirm nor deny that I had any influence on the low-key man being a low-key man, so I will plead the fifth in this instance, but he is the low-key man. He is the low-key man. We've called him low-key man since he was a tiny baby. Low-key man, the low-key friend. Uh, so anyway, um, she, she tells Cosrep, like, basically... F off. Um, which I think we forgot to mention at one point that he like throws his like crumpled bookmark at him. Yes, that's where the bookmark that's how the bookmark comes back. He's like, Oh, I guess you were the one who took that. Yeah, that's his realization of like, oh, okay, that's mm-hmm. where that stuff went. You were the one who took my shoes too, I mm-hmm. guess. You kinda suck, man. Those those are my things. <laughs> Gumboy had to get him for me. Or tell me about him. Uh so so she takes him back to her house and is like, Hey, I'll get you some dry clothes. He's like, Oh, this is the first time I learned that she had a brother and everything. And then, like, after that, like, they both apologize to each other. And he's like, this is the process of called making up with each other. Yeah. This is a first. Which, um, it's kind of odd. Like, her her explanation of why she was freaked out was that, like, she didn't realize that, like, a man could be that strong. And I'm like, I don't think that was really your reason, but that's okay. Yeah, that that was not explained well. Yeah, um, but yeah, she ends up giving him, like, brothers, sweatpants, a shirt, and underwear. Mm-hmm. And then sends him on his merry way with the little prince. Um, uh, so they're friends again, apparently. Yeah, and then, like, he's like, oh, went to school the next day, and whoops, she didn't come up, didn't show up. Guess she's in the hospital again. Yikes. Uh, so basically, he goes to see her, and she's like, Oh, it's nothing major. They just saw some weird numbers. Uh, I just gotta be here for two weeks. This is fine. It'll two weeks will be up. I'll be out of here. No, no, no jiffy. In a jiffy, no problem. No problemo. Uh, I'm gonna be ready for like summer school and yeah. break and all that fun stuff. And he he does walk in on her doing like a weird dance, and she gets very embarrassed. She's like, ah, you should have told me you were coming. He's like, you invited me. <laughs> yeah. Uh. So that's the thing, and he he does get a little like freaked out when he sees like the IV. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's understandable. But uh yeah. So then it becomes like a thing where he just like visits her in the hospital yeah. a few times and uh, also like, the, bring, brings snacks. The first time he shows up, like the best friend shows up as well at the end and he's like, yep. I'm gonna leave now and then she's like, Oh hey, do you have my brother's shirt and underwear? Yep. Which <laughs> and is like, the <laughs> Here you go bye. Um which is what I was saying is that she like goads her friend on about like the whole like purity thing and mm-hmm. it, like she does stuff like this to try and irritate her friend and also like support this like weird anger relationship she has against him. Yeah. Which is again not a good person. Like I understand she's teasing, but at a certain point, like you have to like understand when the teasing is okay and when it's not. And this is the way. And it's especially not. when the protagonist has mentioned multiple times, like I think your best friend hates me. This is making yeah. me uncomfortable. Yeah, like she's purposefully egging this on, even though it makes him uncomfortable, and it's clearly making the best friend uncomfortable because she's upset that she thinks something's going on. Yeah. So that's the thing. But she keeps doing it, and, like, she keeps trying to schedule it so they show up at the same mm-hmm. time and, like, see each other. Like she she basically bases this as, like, oh, if they keep showing up with each other, like, they'll eventually become friends. And, like, that's not how that works. 
Do you do you remember when we when we did our fantastic podcast called Jared and I watch Sailor Moon Crystal? What was yes. the one thing that we kept mentioning over and over and over that was an important key component in terms of relationships? Communication. Thank you. I know how relationships <laughs> work. Uh, to be fair, like, hey, these are high school kids. They don't. They're not going to be that. Yeah, but so was Usagi. To... She eventually figured it out. I mean, she also had to save the world a couple of times to figure it out as well. Okay, yeah, fair. <laughs> These kids are not saving the world. So and like, meet her future child. Yeah, so like I, I, I can understand why they would be this kind of like dumb and sh**, but also at the same time, communication is an important part of relationships and definitely helps things in terms of making them better instead of making things awkward when you don't talk about them. Right. And, I mean, it's just really not fair to her best friend or him to, like, Mm -mm. make them feel so awkward around each other. Especially when it's all based on a misunderstanding that she could easily clear up. Totally. But, yeah, so he keeps going and helping her with school and, like, bringing snacks and hanging out and... She does magic tricks. She does magic tricks. She learns that she's going to, or she figures out she's going to do magic when they're on that trip and she's been doing all the tricks. She's going to be the next mind freak. Mm hmm. <laughs> so, um, this keeps happening. And then, um, he goes one day and he's like, something's different. Like, are you okay? Is everything okay? She's like, yeah, yeah, everything's fine. Everything's great. Yeah. And I think um, I think as well around the same time he learns that like she has to stay longer. Mm-hmm. And that's when they start hugging. Mm-hmm. Because she she wants a hug and he's like, Yeah, sure, okay, I can hug you. And so they do that. And they do that a lot. Uh and then eventually he has this like he um he basically confronts her again. It's like, hey, something is different about you. Like, you are not telling me something. Um, like, I am very worried about you. Like, I don't... I'm worried that, like, hey, your your time has gotten cut short or something, and you're just not telling me, and it's freaking me the heck out. And she, ki- she kind of, like, hints at it, but, like, basically is like, nah, everything's fine. It's all good. And, like, it's like, oh, I can't believe you would actually like, rely on me that way. Oh, that's funny. And everything um and then basically they like they make plans of like okay well once you're out of here for real again we're gonna we're gonna hang out and do this and then basically it kind of like fast forward to like hey she's she's getting out everything seems great they're texting they're texting about like what they're gonna do and like where to meet up and everything and he's trying to find a phrase to send her to basically tell her how he feels correct and he mentions like he the first thing he's like, he's gonna text her is like this like weird I guess not weird but like a Japanese uh like the dirt under your phrase it's like hey I want to boil the dirt under your fingernails and that's like supposedly a way to like um tell someone that like you want to have part of them be with 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 you at all times essentially I think uh-huh. um and he's like, no, nah, that's too cheesy. I'll, I'll let me go with something else. And he remembers back to like the first thing that like she's t- she tells she talks to him about in the library, and one of the first things she says to him in that li- in that like the library at the very beginning of the book is, "I want to eat your pancreas." 
because she t- which she explains yeah. is that like it's an old thing that people used to do that like whatever was ailing them they would eat the that part off of an animal mm-hmm. and it was supposed to heal them so she's like you know if your pancreas is not working then like you eat an animal's pancreas and it's supposed to help so she says that she wants to eat his pancreas he's like okay haha that's weird <laughs> <laughs> uh so that's that's what he sends her Mm-hmm. And, and then he wait, waits in the coffee shop for a while. He keeps waiting. He's like, and that's weird. She's not replying back. Hmm. More time passes. Calls her. No, no response. Keeps Eventually waiting. The coffee shop closes. And, yeah, it, it gets like late, and he's just like, well, I guess I gotta go home. Something must have happened. I don't know. Um. Also, before he leaves, he has this like weird interaction with his parents. Like, his, he sees his dad going to work, and the dad just like slaps him on the back, like, "Hey, good job, son." Yeah. <laughs> and the mom's like, "You got you got a girlfriend or something?" He's like, "No." He's like, you got someone you like or something? Someone you're interested in? He's like, "Huh?" He's like, "I. Do you think you could like hide this stuff from us? Come on, come on, come on." <laughs> <laughs> I'm your mom. Uh so yeah, he goes home, and is like about to eat dinner, and like he hears on the news, like, uh. At noon today, there was uh, a report that someone found a a young lady collapsed in, collapsed a, in an alleyway on the ground. Uh, they rushed her to the hospital, but due to blood loss, she she did not make it. Uh, her name she stabbed with a kitchen she, she, knife. She was she was rushed to the hospital with like a knife sticking out of her. Uh, she was a high school student named Sakura Yamauchi, and he's mm-hmm. like, oh. <laughs> Uh, which they caught the guy pretty immediately, and he's like, "Yeah, he was a nobody." Mm-hmm. Um, but like there was this whole talk throughout, like, like as we were mentioning earlier, like they mentioned this a few times, and she says a few times, like, "Ah, you know, that person didn't know they were gonna die before me, and you could die before me." Mm-hmm. And I, I was going to tell you, this is like the most intense example of like Chekhov's gun I've ever seen. <laughs> you did mention that like this was Chekhov's gun. I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um like the murderer kept coming up. I'm like, uh-huh, okay, that's weird. And then it's like, oh God, that's why they kept bringing mm-hmm. it up. Of course it's gonna come into play. But yeah, just straight up murder. Yep. Which like the the fans up of the manga actually had like a little bit about like what these actually are. It's like this is more of a thing that that pops up in like Asian countries. Like, there's not really like a great translation of like, like a direct translation of like what you would call it. Like, some people you you could call it like a hit and run murder, but like it doesn't really like make sense that way. And it's more basically akin to like random murders, but like it's not necessarily like a serial killer. It's very much something more rooted in like uh, Asian countries and Asian cultures. So it's not like something that really has like a direct correlation over here. Hmm. But like it, it was actually an interesting like translation of that like that was provided in the fan subs like was actually really interesting and a good way to like kind of frame that. Yeah, because I, I assumed it was a serial killer because like several people had died throughout mm-hmm. the the book, and it apparently was the same guy. Yeah. So I mean that by our definition would be a serial killer. But I think it's more just like hey, this isn't be like being like super planned out and meditated. It's just like. This dude just like killing people on a whim. Mm, okay. Which I think is like some, that was kind of the well, like it's not. No, it, never mind. Mm. My example I was about to think of was like was not in all way similar. It was more. Okay. Premeditated, so. But yes, Chekhov's gun. It happened. It with, does happen. With the stabbing. 
Um, and so, yeah, she's dead. And he doesn't go to her funeral, which we know she's dead at the beginning. Because yeah. he says, like, he didn't go to her funeral. He didn't go to her awake. Mm-hmm. So, like, the entire time you're, like, wait, like reading through the book, you're like, all right, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? And, like, for me, like, when she didn't show up, I was like, oh, well, her prognosis had been fact- fast-tracked extremely, and she just died in, a- in an alleyway somewhere from her from her disease. Yeah, I thought she had probably just died mm-hmm. from the disease, like, had to be rushed to the back to the hospital. And then they're like, oh, she just got murdered. I remember texting you to be like, what the f***? She got murdered. <laughs> she got murdered. Like, what? So yeah. Which yeah. So once he actually like bounces back a little bit, um, I think he says the- like it takes him like ten days, and he just like he spends the ten days just reading. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, which seems very fitting for him. Um, but he remembers that she had been writing that book the the journal notebook type thing that he mm-hmm. found at the beginning and he's like oh but yeah so he he decides like okay i will i will go to her house and i will pay my respects and his mom like gives him an envelope of money that he can use as like paying respects mm-hmm. and um so he goes to the house and uh he he gives the money and is like burning incense and sees her picture and all and is dealing with it yeah um and then eventually he's like so there's this book and it's called this well i think at first he's like hey i knew she had this disease he he does say that yes and she's like oh um and then he talks about the book and she's like okay it's you Mm -hmm. and he's like what what and apparently she had said there's a boy who's going to come by. He won't come to the funeral or the way because he won't know how to deal with it. But he'll eventually come by and um, he will know that I had it. And he'll know the name of the book. Give him the book. Mm-hmm. And so his mom's like, hey, you're finally here. You finally showed up and um, gives him the book. And he starts reading through it. And it starts at like when she got diagnosed and is deciding she's going to like talk about how it is to like die essentially. Mm-hmm. And um the reason that the mom didn't know who he was is because he eventually like he asked her at one point like please don't use my name so she starts like blacking out his name and then eventually stops using a name at all. Which he gets like mad about cuz he's like she could have went into more detail about like this or this or this if I hadn't said that. Now now I'm just like I can't believe I told her to not to use my name, and now all this stuff is like just gone. Like I don't know like what she was feeling at this moment, or like what she was like trying to talk about here. Like all that is just gone now because I made this selfish selfish decision. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, you know, I don't know how she was feeling. I don't know what she thought about me. Like it's just there. And then um, he he reads through it and he closes it, and he's like, you know, thank you, I appreciate you doing this. And she's like, there's more. How <laughs> oh, can you make it sound so ominous? There's more. Which she had said when she was in the hospital that she was going to start writing her will because, mm-hmm. um, you know, she wanted to get out what she wanted to say to people. Yeah, um, and she's writing like a bunch of letters to people she knew. And so those are in the back, and starts with like her family and saying that like when she's reincarnated, she wants to be reincarnated as her family again. <laughs> um, which is, is cute. Um, she does one for the she, best friend, and she's like, "Hey, for the best friend. I'm sorry I didn't tell you about this. Uh, 
And you'd be sad. You would be really sad, but like nothing about our relationship has changed. Like I still love you and all this stuff. Basically like all this stuff like, hey, I'm sorry I didn't tell you, but I hope we're still cool. And then she yeah. gets he gets to the final one and it's the it's a letter to him. And it's basically just like here is my entire like thought processes. Here's what I thought about you. Here's everything laid out bare, raw, and right for the pickings for you to read through. Yes. And like one of the things she talks about is that like um she felt that she was like really begin to like fall in love with him but she didn't Mm -hmm. want to have like that baggage of like well if i get into a relationship with someone and i know i'm dying like i don't know if i could handle that i don't know if the other person could handle that and if it's fair yeah if it's fair to them and also like she talks about this idea of like their relationship not having like a label attached to it Mm -hmm. it's just like that's just the way they are that's their relationship uh it has they're getting along they're they're getting along (laughs) (laughs) and it's just like you know we don't have to have a label to define like what we are to each other we we kind of have this basic understanding even if we're like we haven't like necessarily spoken it aloud and yeah she basically just like runs through everything like how she was feeling at times um and overall just like her her overall thoughts and emotions of like what he meant to her Mm mm-hmm and then this part hurt me. Oh boy! So like, um, he he closes yeah. the book and he, he thanks uh, her mom and says, you know, thank you for letting me read this. And then he asks her, like, can I cry now? <laughs> and she's like, yes. And he breaks down, like loses mm-hmm. his. Shit. And I think he cries for like a solid like ten minutes. I think he said, yeah. Um, just like sobbing, ugly crying, which this is the part that I want to hear Robbie do because mm-hmm. I know he can nail this. Yeah. And I'm just interested to hear how he actually does the delivery. I'm, I'm very interested in that. But yeah. um, like seeing it drawn out, I was like, oh, no. Because he's like on his side, like in the fetal position, sobbing. Mm-hmm. And it, oh, oh, it hurts so much. Um, legit, probably one of the best written like parts of this book. Totally, because yeah. Because not all the parts of this book are good. Which I mean, to be um, fair, like this isn't this isn't like super good, like blow you away, capital L literature. Like this is this is the equivalent of a young adult novel in for our society. Yes. So I'm not. But still, it was, yeah, it was very good. Um, this part was very good. Not expecting Hamlet, but like, hey, parts of this were pretty good. Yeah, but also like Shakespeare wrote like fart jokes and oh, stuff. totally, totally. So he also like, even though he's considered high class literature, he was also like doing some young adult. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I won't argue um, that. <laughs> just saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, people people do discount stuff like this, but um, again, a lot of this is not not as well written but this part of it's beautiful Mm -hmm. and like this entire scene legit was the whole reason i recommended you actually read it yeah because it 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 hurt and it was beautiful it it lived up to the hype it did and so um like this scene makes everything worth it and um so he decides after this point like he can she tells him to keep the book and that he can do whatever he wants with it 
And so he decides that he's going to give the best friend the letter that she mm-hmm. wrote. And like they meet up at the cafe where he was supposed to meet her. And he's like, oh, I guess this was like their favorite place to hang out. That's interesting. Um, and basically, he has like will himself up to do this. Like he is still like, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I can do this. And like he gets there and. He's like, thanks, thanks for coming. This is, uh... and she's like, why, why am I here? Why did you call me here? What do you want? You didn't show up to her funeral. Like, what is wrong with you? What do you want? And then, like, he, he presents her the book, and he's like, all right. So like, what I'm about to give you and everything is completely true. All of all of the things in this book are completely true. I know that she like had a penchant for playing tricks on people. She would not play a trick on you like this everything she you wouldn't are, want to hurt you she would not want to hurt you everything you are about to read is a hundred percent true mm-hmm. and like she sees like the title and everything like she's like that's her handwriting and she's like confused and everything and then it's like she opens it up and starts reading through like the diary portion it's like this isn't true like you you can't be this is this has this is not happening she would have told me about this and then like she gets through um the letters portion and reads all of that well, originally, um, she gets to the diary and... Oh, right, yeah, uh, he has to, like, tell her, hey, and, there's more. Hey, there's more, because she's like, no. And he eventually says, like, please read to the end, mm-hmm. because there's more that I, I need you to read. And, um, which is exactly what he had yeah. to have happen. So, um, you know, he, he knows that feeling. Yeah. But then she gets to read all that. So, like, yeah, and- she, she reads all that, and then he's just, like, sitting there patiently, like, waiting and everything. And... By the time she gets to the end, she's just like, she's kind of just like in shock, but also yeah. at the same time, she just like exclaims like, hey, why didn't you tell me? And he's, and he's like, starts saying, he's like, well, she didn't want it. He's like, no, 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 no. Why didn't you tell me? And he's like, I, I, I don't have an answer for that. And she mm-hmm. just like, she basically just freaks out, understandably so, um, having this in- Which- incredible bomb sh- like just dropped on you. Yeah, and he does, like, ask at one point, like, for them to be friends. Uh, yeah, like, at the very end, he's like, hey, I know, like, I I maybe not have handled this well, but, like, I hope that one day you can forgive me for this, you can forgive her for this, and, like, at the very least, like, hey, I, I want to be your friend. Like, I want to put all of our past BS behind us and, like, just be friendly towards each other. She's like, LOL, no. I think she, yeah, she just, like, gets up and just, like, walks off. Yeah. And he's just like... <laughs> dealing with people is hard Whoa. uh so yeah basically that happens and then the final chapter is kind of like it's set a year later yes which like it, it introduces like he's talking to someone someone's like goading him on he's like out of breath trying to like walk up these steps and it's like <laughs> i'm out of shape and someone just keeps goading him on, and then it's revealed it's the best friend. Yep. It's her best friend that is yeah. now his, one of his best friends. Yes. Uh, and they are going to her grave. Mm-hmm. To give her plumb line for one. Yes. Because she does say, like, if I'm right about, like, this feeling, leave the offering of the place where we went um, at my grave. Mm-hmm. And so he takes the plumb line because she was right. About them doing, eventually becoming friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they talk about, they like talk to her and like, Hey, we're going to go to your house and do all this. Yada, yada, yada. Um, the best friend like is like me and her mom are going to scold you for not coming anytime soon. 
Because, like, he kept, like, he had this, like, thing in his mind. He talks about, like, I couldn't bring the best friend to her house because I had to feel like we were actually friends before I could take that first step. And kind of describes, like, um, we took this friendship very slowly because, like, I didn't know how to really do it. She had to wait for me to really approach her again in order to, like, actually begin it. And we took it slow and everything. But, like, we're at this point now where I think everything's going to be okay. And... At one point as well, he like he he just like blurts out to her like, "Hey, let's be happy." And she's like, "What? Are you trying to like confess to me or something?" He's like, "No, no, no, no. Unlike him, I'm I'm into more reserved girls." And he's like, "Oh, wait, no, no, oh, no. no, 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 no. I just, just forget I said that." And she's like, and she, "She's like, I wouldn't have figured out if you had more than two friends." <laughs> Which uh, we find out that he is now friends with Gum. He is friends with Gum Boy. I'm so happy. Um, which the funny thing is that she, when she says like, "Are you trying to confess to me?" She's like, "At her grave, tacky." <laughs> He's just like, "No, so funny. no." Um, but yeah, Gum Boy has a crush on best friend, but also he's best friends with Gum Boy. Yeah. Yes, that's all I needed out of life. That was the happiest I got at that epilogue. <laughs> Same, dude, same. When I found out they are friends, I'm like, yes! <laughs> Gumboy comes through! Again, and again, and again, and it's again. Gumboy, the real MVP. Uh, so, yeah, like, they uh, they eventually go off to, to, to her house, and, like, they hear, like, this laughter, and, like, they both, like, jerk their head back to, like, look and both hurt themselves. <laughs> yep. And then they're like, did you hear that? Yeah, did you hear that? Yeah. They're like, well, okay, I guess we're going to your house. <laughs> and that's uh that's how they uh that's how the book ends and yep. everything yep um there is this whole thing about his name yes they they name he finally reveals his name at like the very end when he's talking to the mom after he gets the book for the first time and it has to mean something in japanese but i don't get it well she mentions at one point that like his name means like close to death yeah which i'm guessing like this the, like, the way the characters are for like either his for his first name or last name um the characters just mean that or something i don't know like which one's which but mm-hmm. yeah uh he eventually reveals his name to be uh haruki shiga it's one of the things that kind of gets lost in translation i guess but i, I think so i think there's just something else because like Cause there is a mention earlier of like oh you have the same name as the author is like yeah i don't know which one but like uh-huh. yes and the mom says the same thing, but like he reveals his name at that point. It's like I don't, I don't understand why. Like throughout the book, like it was such a big deal. But I think it's because he didn't really think of himself as a person until that point. Yeah, that's really what I came out of it with. Is that originally he was thinking of like this is how other people are perceiving me, but I'm not like an actual person. And then when he like has his name revealed, then that's his understanding of like yes this is me as a person yeah that's how i interpreted it i I can see that totally did you have a different interpretation nope okay (laughs) (laughs) but i i I just think like what you said is poignant and true so i will go with it (laughs) um because really uh as says it is like after she dies he kind of is able to become his own person Mm mm-hmm and that's his way of like dividing himself of like 
he is no longer just as other people refer to him and how he is related to other people. And like, yeah, she, she helped him do that, but also it was a lot of his own doing, which I said it before. Um, this does have a lot of like manic pixie dream girl tropes, Mm -hmm. like a lot, a lot. Um, it's one of the first things I, like when I was reading through, I was like, you were completely on the, on the mark about that. (laughs) Yep. Yep. It's definitely got that trope. Um, I think the the one difference though is that like they're both pretty. Shit. Yeah, and that's usually that's usually not how it goes in Manic Pixie Dream Girl, but this is definitely that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like we we mentioned earlier, we both read the manga. I think we both kind of had the same feeling, like the, the manga isn't as good, and I think that's partially just because like going to that kind of medium, you don't get into his headspace a lot. And mm-hmm. for me in particular, like the the manga just like keeps like just going, 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 and like none of the moments yeah. really have a chance to breathe. And I think mm-hmm. it's because like it's only ten chapters long, so like it's not super lengthy, and mm-hmm. you kind of have to like speed through, speed through it just to get through the entirety of the story. So like there are parts that are missing and everything, and a lot of like internal dialogue and understanding that like what he's doing there is missing as well. So like it it gives you the basics of the story but like i think if you really want to like understand it and get like the the full nature of the story you like you you should probably read the light novel yeah and i mean he does have moments where he is very funny as a character in his head yeah um and like there were moments i was like oh that you know that was clever but um you do not get that in the manga and so like they have many many moments in the light novel where they're very unlikable mm-hmm. and you lose a lot of the stuff that actually makes them likable when you translate to the manga yeah yeah so that's kind of tragic um the benefit though is that you see that one scene drawn out yeah um if you want to consider that a benefit because it still hurts it's it's still it's pretty good yeah it's still pretty good yeah uh like we talked about earlier as well there is a there's a live action film came out in 07 in, in 2017 not 07 Ooh. Uh, and then the anime film as well, um, which I think the we'll uh, watch those eventually. Yeah, the uh, the voice cast for like the the main two characters are pretty good on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the protagonist is portrayed in the Japanese version by Mahiro Takasugi, who we would know from as he played Oga in the live action version of Real Life. Yes, which I thought was interesting. And then uh, Sakura is voiced by Lin we talked about in our devil may cry 5 uh episode mm-hmm. and then on the english side uh like I, we mentioned this uh the protag is voiced by robbie damon who is good in everything and then soccer is voiced by uh erica harlicker who is uh Anne in persona 5 mm-hmm. so yeah like i think uh either way you would watch that it would be good on both sides so yeah we will talk about that at a later date whenever we get a chance to to watch that but yeah like i uh I feel like we're in this weird, like, it's almost weird to say a trend, but, like, there is a, there's definitely been a push recently of, like, big anime films that are, like, these coming-of-age romance stories that have really, like, taken off in the, since, like, your name got real popular and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I would probably, if we were talking about, like, this compared to your name and a silent voice, I would probably put this underneath both of those. Oh, totally. A thousand percent. I don't know. I don't know if like the manga will, or not the manga, the anime, the film will like change that at all, but like I doubt it, but 
Um, I would definitely put it below those. Yeah. But those are also like top tier. Yeah. So it's kind of hard competition. Yeah. Anyway, you want to talk about something ridiculous now? Let's talk about something ridiculous as we are at an hour and 20 into this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to have to make it quick because I got to I got to sleep. You do have to sleep. Uh, Pop Team Epic, the April Fool's episode. It was two episodes. Two episodes. Two brand new episodes, which... Uh, Many different versions. Because <laughs> the, the team behind that series is so ridiculous. There are four different versions of those two episodes. Uh, and there are 16 voice actors associated with those two episodes across all four versions. Uh, they basically yeah. put out a different version for like different uh places that were airing the episodes in japan at least uh over here you can basically pick and choose which version you want mm-hmm. or just accidentally fall into one like i did it's true uh so yeah this is a if you <laughs> I, have we talked about pop team epic i think for an episode before we have okay um these two episodes in particular were basically i feel like the series at its most like can we make this very obscure reference do you want to make this obscure reference? Yeah, we do. We don't give yep. a. F- yeah, it's it was fantastic. So there's just like it, yeah, it's very interesting. Like there's there's literally a segment where they start off with a clerk's reference and then it pivots into the <laughs> Rambo the the final scene from from f- Rambo First Blood. Yep. And it's not even like the Rambo part isn't a joke. No. It is not a joke. It's literally this them parodying that final scene where Rambo like breaks down and is like talking about how like he's not in like Vietnam anymore and how like he doesn't want to watch people die anymore. It he's, is like having to collect the limbs of his yeah, fallen comrades. Like nothing about this is funny. No. But at the same time, like this is Pop Team Epic at like its best, where like yes. they can parody something like that. It makes sense in the context of the show, regardless of it's if it's a joke or not. But the idea that they're just like, hey, we just want to parody the end of Rambo, like First Blood, and they're just like, okay, sure, let's f- do it, and they just do it. Yeah, they just do <laughs> and it, and they don't give a sh- what you think about it if it if it's supposed to be funny or not. And then, like, juxtaposed by, like, them ending with Final Fantasy XV scene with, like, God. the actual graphics of Final Fantasy XV. Yeah, it's, but it's that opening scene. Yeah, it's the opening scene with a car. And this, like, they have, like, <laughs> they have Papago and Peepin' Me heads. It's hilarious. God. It's so good. And one thing that's, um, I guess, not unusual, um, it, it's a little bit different with how I watch it because I watched the dub of um Pop Team Epic and this was subs. But um like they re they translated things a little bit differently and um did different um, Yeah, that that's how like, it was phrasing. for the series. Yeah. And so that was one thing that I noticed um with the different versions across the because I watched the Blue Dragon version and I watched another one to see like what what it was like. And the subtitles are different. Yeah, there's like some places. subtle differences. Which is which is wild. It is and completely on brand for the series. Yes, like um, there there is a scene in the the part that made me squeal, that uh, it says like something to the effect of like, I I trying to think of how it's phrased, and then like, I know he says f, like this like, this 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 problem's effed or something or like effed up. Y- yeah, something's effed up or like 
is it this an effed up situation or something like yeah. that? And then like I went and looked at it on a different version and it's like, oh man, this is a real big problem. Like, whoa, that's different. That's that's not the same <laughs> at all. Um because yes, I watched that version. I watched you did. <laughs> that, that scene in many different versions. Uh I can't remember like all that was included in the first episode. Uh, they introduced a new segment called Pop Epic Clay. Yeah, Pop Epic Clay. Which is just claymation versions of skits. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I kind of felt like outside of like the Rambo thing, the first mm -hmm. episode was a little bit of like... Well, we had the Final Fantasy 15 part. Uh, yeah. Like it was like it was it wasn't as great... As, like, maybe the next episode is, but, like, the next episode really just kicks into high gear. Um, especially yeah. when they start off with the Hoshiro Girl Drop opening. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. I literally was like, oh, they're going to okay. do it. And then they but, did but, it. Before before we talk about that, though, we have to talk about the first opening. Oh, yeah. The first opening where, like, it just becomes a mech anime and it's fucking perfect. I have that yeah. song now, by the way. Oh, do you? I'll yeah. Have me obtain it somehow. I'll pass it to you like a note. Thank you. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. And I told you, I was like, if we ever do like a friend cosplay, um, we are doing that version. Yeah. I'm going to be like super duper anime and you're going to be mech. Oh, yeah. I'm totally down for that. It's hilarious. Um, but it was great because like it starts out with him saying like, oh, man, your friend's metal. She's like, she's not heavy metal. And then like you actually see her and she's like this mech and she just blasts off and it goes into yeah. this super mech anime opening and it's, it is absolutely perfect it's amazing i knew you'd love that when i saw that like you saw it before me mm -hmm. because i was at work but even when i saw that i was like oh god jared loved this i know he loved this i was literally like watching I was like oh this is amazing yeah. but then we got the second opening and it was it was the girl drop mm -hmm. and it was really good and i was sad that the whole episode was with that until i actually watched the episode and i was like okay never mind everything's fine uh and then like they they parody it again in the second second half of the episode which which they basically make it a bob epic team <laughs> version yeah, of the opening bob i was like epic. all right sure yeah of course they did uh this episode is actually like really impressive with like the different ways they tried to like make new like styles of animation prominent throughout like the episode Mm -hmm. And it was really just, like, them showing off, I felt like. Oh, yeah. It was really impressive. Like, there's one, like, this, like, super, like, 3D animated, and it just, like, looks mm -hmm. really good. Um, there's, like, just, like, a drawing-looking one. Mm -hmm. um, there's a bunch of others, like, that I'm just blanking on. But, yeah, it was really impressive. They like, do, like, the stuffed doll thing. Yeah. Uh, they did another music parody, which I found out is literally just a 70s song that they parodied that, like, I didn't really know about, but like it's definitely a thing, and there's already. And I didn't even know about it, and I usually know stuff like that. And there's definitely already someone in the comments is like, "Hey, Pop Team Epic did this." Yeah, and course. it's like it's spot on of a parody of it. Oh, it is. Of course, I watched like, it. I watched it work, and I was like, "Whoa!" Like I made like it. them doing that uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire thing is like, okay, yeah, sure, because this is like a popular yeah. song. Yeah, this is pretty obscure in terms of like the references this show pulls, which is which of course this show pulls some pretty obscure references. And they actually made the joke in the song about how like can we make this reference? Sure, why not? Like, yeah. <laughs> and then they make a joke about how they couldn't get they could barely get voice actors because of the season being over and all, like, and it was great. Oh, we just we hired sixteen voice actors for this. Sixteen show. voice actors, and like a lot of them are pretty big people. Mm -hmm. 
Did you drool on the couch? <laughs> oh my goodness. So yeah, that was a that was a thing. And then like the the kind of like the the main story of the episode is like pop team epic in the Edo period and it's like starts yes. off with them like looking like this and then they just get on motorcycles and ride which i don't know yeah. exactly what they're parodying there i was like i thought at first maybe it was like easy rider but like i don't if it was easy rider you would know because they would have like that american flag motorcycle and it doesn't it definitely right. does not have that so if like if they were parodying that like you would definitely see that but it was just like right them both like on a motorcycle just riding and then they get to this bar and i'm pretty sure they're wait, pair wait, 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 oh, sorry. before we talk about the bar we have to talk about the fact that they go over the like method of how you're gonna kill somebody with the four frames and oh yes it reminds me a lot of like kill bill um but but they do tell you like you have four frames to hit him with a light punch with a light punch it's, it's just, um, let's just get into some fighting game terminology here yep uh, so that dumb. that happens, and they kill the the deity of the mountain who has been protecting yeah. them from the demon, and um, are tasked with going to defeat him. Yeah, uh, they get to this bar, bar, and I'm pretty sure they're like parroting Roadhouse here. I think so because it it, um, it kind of seems like it. I haven't, but like that was the first thing that came to mind for me. Mm -hmm. Um, so they have to fight this this demon who's now a biker and part of the biker gang, mm -hmm. and like they defeat him, and like they're like, oh no, he has a kid. And they're like, oh, no, our demographic is like four to 12 year olds. <laughs> what do we do? And then it's like, it's literally them going to the camera. And it's like, hey, kids, if you if you chant along with us, he'll summon him. And then it's like, Shotaoi, where are you? And he just busts through because, of course. Zooms in, running in. It's like, oh, I'm needed. And like legitimately, <laughs> and you knew that it was going to happen. I literally told you, oh, God, he's back. And, like, obviously you had no clue what I was talking about, but I knew immediately when you saw this you were going to freak out. I didn't. And, like, I was just, like, all caps texting you, like, squealing. And I legitimately screeched in person. <laughs> and I was so excited. Like, oh, my God, he's back. This is so good. Um, And it's great. He can uh, time travel at will, which is something we, that Yeah, that is, that is canon. Uh, Thank God. Um. Which, like I said, you have me saying that now and recording for posterity unless you deleted it. In which case, you know, we don't. But um, there's a yeah. yeah. And then the, the end credits is like the episode playing in reverse while he's just like running in, in motion. There's like a guy who hands him a drink of water. He drinks it and then just puts the cup over his middle oh, finger and flips the dude off. <laughs> which I was like, yes! that's amazing. It's so good. It's so good. I love that, like, he's just running and the guy gives him a cup of water and he decides that he's going to use it to, like, flip somebody <laughs> off without a sensor. It's so funny. So good. Uh, he does, like, this great pose before he starts running as his, like, time travel pose. And it's, like, him holding his armpit for some reason. Yeah. I, I, I still haven't figured that out, but it's wonderful. Uh, so, so then the episode plays her again, obviously, and they yeah, get they get to this part again, and then they're about to fight, and then he shows up, and is like, "Hey, wait, 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 no, we don't have to fight! Like the the demons, the demons, <laughs> He's okay? A small child. He's a small child." And the demon's like, "I've turned over my my ways. I just want to hang out with my biker gang. It's all good." Uh, and then like the old man who gave him the task initially is like, "You gotta kill him though. It's 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 the demon. What are you gonna do?" And they're like, "Well, we're not gonna do anything." Mm. And then, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> one of the 
while they're all just like chilling there and talking about how effed up this problem is, another version of Shota Aoi comes up and it's like this dark version of him. With a scar over the eye. With a scar over the eye. He's got red eyes. Takes off the sunglasses, has like a cloak and takes the <laughs> off the cloak and does like this evil smirk and he he just says, Goku? And um, I was... Oh, and then it just cuts to like the title. The title card. Yeah, and he, he tells him like, um, you know, we, we can't have you uh, fixing these timelines or going back in time all the time or something. And he's going to stop him. And it's great because like the blue version of it points is like, who the heck are you? <laughs> oh, God. It's so funny. So dumb. And I love that he's just rolling with this at this point. Yeah, like, totally. Yeah, okay, this is fine. This is what I do now. I, he just saves anime. I think like at the when they cut like they cut and it goes to like a title like the title is in the same vein as like Death Note or like yes. it looks like the title of Death Note. Yeah, it does. Which is just like sure, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, I'm glad I'm glad Makoto Yuki could come and save anime and then con- be confronted by his shadow, the door. You know what? I, it was like legitimately one of my favorite things that's happened so to me in a long time. Ridiculous. It was so funny. And um, I have now gift because there is this one part where he's like leaning over and talking to them, but they f- looped him. They loop it's, him. It's so funny. God, this show is so dumb and I love it. And they even say like this is the stupidest anime of all time. Yes. And it's amazing. I love that they just have this idol that decides, like, all right, cool, we're going to save anime. <laughs> and he just plays himself. He just plays himself. He, and he's so, like, down with it. He he just doesn't even... Oh, he plays so himself. Good. Also, he has merch of himself with the other characters now. I want that. I want that merch so bad. I've been looking for it it's in a so site bad. that I can actually buy it from, and I can't find it somewhere that I can buy it. So if anybody's listening and they can find that, please let me know because I want to buy it. Uh, so yeah, that that those two episodes are f-ing real good. I I hope at some real point good. they bring this show back. I hope so. Because God, it's so dumb and good. Like I understand, obviously, like budgetary concerns for just them going to the extremes of hiring sixteen voice actors for a stupid joke. Yeah. is kind of expensive but at the same time this series is just stupid jokes that literally don't make that, that should not be existing in like a big anime at this point it's just yeah they just do it anyways well hiring 16 voice actors hiring shoda aoi and then also doing the whole french segment yeah <laughs> <laughs> like budgetary concerns definitely true yes. and the entire series just being like King records <laughs> yeah um i don't know if you've seen like they have talked about like hey we're gonna release the these two episodes on uh on home video oh good good I uh that. the <laughs> the covers of them are really good oh good um there are different covers for the dvd and the blu-ray because of course yeah. it's japan and also because mm-hmm. it's pop team epic uh mm-hmm. the dvd version or the blu-ray the dvd version is is uh popoko dressed up as rambo Okay. But it's just her like anime is how she looked in the show. Mm-hmm. The Blu-ray version is a is a basically a recreation of the Rambo First Blood cover art, but with Papaco or Papaco's head on Sylvester Stallone. Oh my god! <laughs> and and <Wow>. literally, <laughs> it's like starring Papaco peeping me. This time, she's fighting for her life. <laughs> oh my god! 
and like it looks more realistic than the like the dvd cover <laughs> i love this series that's so funny like here i'll send it to you real quick um so you can you can have a giggle back to the meeting yay meeting yay giggles there you go all right i'm pulling it out what a dumb show oh that's so good it's really good oh i love it what a good series what a good series i i agree holy crap so good god also there's new there's new merch of them and shota aoi where you can get like uh well this is like at various like retailers if you buy the the special blu-ray or dvd but yeah, you can get like a keychain or like a photo of them. What? I want to see this. Where is it? Uh, I will send you this link as well. Welcome to our podcast where we just send links to each other, which is basically what we did in the pre-show, which was just us drawing on a whiteboard and then also um, looking at various links because that's how we do. How do I get this merch? You'd have to pre-order the, the, the thingy, the special. Also, somehow they got a collaboration with Sanrio. I saw that. Which I don't know. I mean, hey, that 4 to 12 year old market, which I guess we should also talk about at the end of the episodes. There was literally hand drawn, like, drawings from like four and five year olds at the end of the, the last episode. I love the art of him that they drew. Yeah, they have like, there's one, one episode has like just drawings of Papako and Pipimi, the other is just drawings of Shota Aoi. It's like, who is letting your kid watch this this anime? Yeah, it's probably not a good idea, my dudes. Oh my um, god! You know, I, I I I'm not one to judge on on parenting styles because I am not a parent. <laughs> but uh, maybe don't don't show this to your children. I mean, before, eh, what if? I mean, are they really going to get it anyway? No. <laughs> so I mean, like, yeah, I guess it really doesn't matter that much. But that's the beauty of it. God, I love this show. It's so good. It's so good. The The Blu-ray is 4,600 yen on the Amazon Japan. Oof. I... I want that keychain. I really want that keychain. <laughs> and then the, I've seen the cover of season three and four of the manga, which is them dressed up as businessmen and... PPB has a mustache. <laughs> oh my god! It's really good. What a good show! What a good show! What a good what series! A, what a good show! What a good! What a good! See the choo choo agrees. It does. Did you know also know as well? Like they uh, they did parodies of their original Blu-ray releases. No. The first volume is a parody of Die Hard. <laughs> oh my god! I don't know what like. I'm looking at volume three, and I don't know what this is, though. But yeah, they just, they thought that's how they've been releasing the series. It's just parodies of covers. It's real dumb. I love it. Amazing. I love it. I, I love it all. I love this show. It's the best. This show's so good. Uh, but you need to go to sleep, so we're going to wrap this up. <laughs> I do need to go to sleep. I do have work tomorrow, you as, do. you know, lamos tend to do. 
Uh, so if you'd like more from, uh, from us, go to SeasonalNamityCheckup.com or SEC.cool. It's where you can find past episodes of this podcast and other podcasts like the Season Lamey Checkup and Season Lamey Checkup OVA. You can also find columns and reviews on the site as well. If you'd like more from Anladium, go to Anladium.com. She's got columns and reviews. Uh, you can also follow us on Twitter, Twitter.com slash Anime Checkup. Excuse me, Anime Checkup. Uh, you can also support, support us. I thought you didn't burp. I don't. That was not a burp. That was just a hiccup. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash SACOVA if you're so inclined to do so. Uh, next week we'll talk about something, I don't know. Shrug shoulders. Shrug shoulders. But uh, yeah, that's it. Can I just talk about how adorable he is some more? Go to, be- go to bed. All right, I'm going to go to bed. Goodbye, everybody.